The time is 7.30. It's Wednesday, June 19th. I'm Alex Jensen. You're listening to This Morning, This Half Hour, some morning motivation. Start now, whatever it is. Might be just getting up and having a shower. Well, if that's the case, actually, maybe just wait a few minutes because you've got to hear what this next guest has to say. Uh, and it's uh, very relevant to business advice, but I think it could apply to a number of areas. First, these messages from Lotte Heimart, one in pharmaceutical company, McDonald's, Mercedes-Benz Korea and G-Market Global. Start now, get perfect later. How many of us could do with that advice right now in whatever we're trying to achieve in life? We have on the line right now the prolific investor and best-selling author of the book by that very title, Rob Moore, who's here to help perhaps shake up our lives a little bit. Good morning to you from Seoul. Morning. Thank you for taking the time. So, well, we'll start the interview now. Maybe the uh, interview will reach perfection later. Can you give us a short introduction of, of your book, uh, this title, and, and who it's aimed at? Sure. So I wanted to write a book that helped people with managing their time, but not another time management book. So I think when it comes to people managing their life, that's really what it's about, because we all have the same amount of time. But why does one person have an organized, happy life, and why does someone experience procrastination or chaos or overwhelm and I've been helping many people in business for 13 years but actually I learned that we all struggle with being in control of our lives whether it's looking after the house or looking after the children or starting a business or managing a career Uh, and often we let voices in our head fears doubts worries get in the way of actually doing the things we want to do in our life what is it about that is it doubt in ourselves a doubt in the environment um or or is it simply this this something within us that makes us think that we'll be better at it if we just acquire x amount of knowledge or x amount of funds can you try and take us a bit further into that psyche from your own insights sure i think If we want to simplify it right down, it comes down to fear. Fear of looking stupid, making mistakes, fear of being judged, uh, fear of losing something, fear of taking a risk. Um, And and even many of those really come back to a fear of rejection or not being good enough um, and how you'd be perceived by others at a deeper level, whether it's it could be anything. It could be uh, make an investment decision. It could be putting yourself out there on social media. It could be starting the business when all the people around you are saying you're crazy to do that. Um, it could be feeling like your friends and colleagues will feel that you've changed when you try and do something new or something that people, they don't expect of you or that other people would deem to be really risky or stupid. Like Even like ending a relationship that maybe you've been in for a long time you know you shouldn't be in but there's all these fears holding you back and i think often we make it out in our minds to be much bigger than it is and that's why i think i called the book start now get perfect later because um once you're on the way then you can get out of your own way but you know if you never start nothing ever changes and also we we think something's going to be a certain way Actually, when we try it, it's, it's nearly always a different way. It's either not as bad as we're worried or, or as big or as difficult 
Well, sometimes it is a bit more difficult, but at least we're down the road, so we're vested into to be on the road towards where we want to be in life. For some people, they, they don't necessarily know exactly what they want. What would your advice be to those who might have two or three conflicting goals or might be at a stage of life where it's not so much procrastination on their part, but say they might have young children or they might have a contract that they've got to see out or any other number of challenges? Yeah, so even with not knowing what you want to do in life, that's another good area where start now, get perfect later would work because we don't fall into our ideal career, our ideal relationship, our ideal business always first time. Sometimes we have to test two or three. In England, we have a saying that's uh, kiss a few frogs before you find your prince. And, and sometimes that might be the case with a big move in your life. So if you're looking for the perfect career, they're looking for the perfect business, the perfect decision, you know, the perfect choice of where you want your life to go, that can, co- that can put massive pressure, massive overwhelm, which leads to big procrastination, which leads to doing nothing. I never really failed in any business in terms of going bust, but I did have a false start in three areas, in pub landlording, in being an architect, and in being a, um, an artist. And had I not tried those things, I wouldn't have become the business owner, property investor, author, podcaster that I am now. So I had to go on that journey. And I probably never would have found these good things had I not tried the other things. Some people might think, okay, that's wonderful. I'm ready to start. But, you know, I've got a zero in the bank account or even a minus in the bank account. But they might think, okay, I want to make some money or I want to be more responsible in the future. But if you haven't got the financial means how do you start now? So I didn't have the financial means. I was um, 50,000 UK sterling pounds in credit card debt when I was 26 years old. Um, and I started by first off having a, a desire. And, and to be honest, my desire was more based on fear and shame than it was the attainment of pleasure. But that was okay because at least I had a driver. So you've got to have some kind of desire, hunger, or need to want to change because nothing changes if you don't want to. The next thing I did was start reading books, listening to podcasts, um, and that opened up a few uh, parts of my brain and some information I, I didn't know existed. And that also helped with my belief. Then I started going to local meetups, networking events, started getting out there and meeting people who were a bit further ahead of me in business and property. Now, this all happened within one to two months and I didn't each day I didn't really know what today was going to bring and I didn't know the answer to the questions I was asking but I just kept asking and in the big pivotal moment for me which links back to your question about not having the funds was I met someone who had funds I met um who's, he's now my business partner today we've been business partners and property business partners for 13 years but I met him maybe a few weeks into going out networking and we forged a relationship uh, where we, had, we built, a, built a friendship and we were both interested in business. And within two months, we bought one property together, which we used his money and we partnered up on it. By the end of that year, we bought 20. And by the end of the next year, we bought another 30. So we had 50. So we were using his money, then his mum's money, then his um, stepdad's money. Uh, then my um, parents' money when my um, ne- my nan passed away, but of course I didn't know that when I started. And then we went to sort of private investors and did other ventures. So 
I think that the path isn't always there. You've got to step forward and the, path, the steps in the path will appear. And of course, sometimes you hit a block and I've obviously given you the short version, which probably sounds easy, but, you know, I probably took some rejection and I probably had a few false starts. Also, for some people, that that person they meet is going to be someone who doesn't have their best intentions at heart. And there are so many other aspects of life skills wrapped up into this. Do you have any advice for for building human relationships? They're obviously very important in starting now as well. Yeah, so... I think you make a very good point and I probably was quite fortunate that I met someone that I connected with and we had different skills but a similar vision and I trusted but that wasn't there at the start I had to sort of build that and I probably did meet people and probably my instincts told me hmm, maybe not so I think first thing would be to trust your instincts you know especially with business if you don't get a good feeling don't go into financial relationship but then also uh, you want to do your due diligence. Now, I have a trust but verify. Um, that's how I like to deal with people. I do like to believe them. I do like to trust them. But if I'm doing a business venture, I must go and do my research and check and do my own background. I think that's very important. And then the next thing, and we didn't really know we were doing this when we started, but you don't have to go all in together, you know, forming a massive company and, putting loads of money and responsibility into a venture, you can do one deal at a time. You can do one project at a time. And you can almost test each other first, I suppose, a bit like you would date before you get married. And I think that's what my business partner was doing to me. He was like, oh, will he read these books? Yeah, he has. Oh, will he listen to these podcasts? Yeah, he has. Will he go on these courses? Yeah, he has. This is good. I think we can do some property together. I'll tell you what, let's do one low-cost deal together first. Um, and, and, and he got his risk reduced, and then it, it just builds and builds from there. Still, time is the the great leveller for, for all of us in life. How do you approach your goals now? It, it seems like you very much want to help others, but is money still a big goal for you? Uh, are, are you still starting over again in your life? And again, for people of a certain age, what would your advice be? So, yeah, I mean, I'm always starting again, which I find really enjoyable. I think entrepreneurs love starting things, actually. Um, people in business and entrepreneurship, they're often not good at finishing things. But I try not to spread myself too thin. If I'm going to start something, I try for it to be related to what I'm already doing. So, for example, I'm not going to go and set up a coffee business when, I'm a, um, when I run training courses and, and write um, business books, because that would be too off the beaten track it would be too left field and i'd have to go and relearn that all again so i like to transmute and bring in all my experience from previous books into new books from previous businesses into new businesses so it's not a standing start all the time understand if you could leave us with any further words what would they be uh someone's thinking to themselves right now okay right i'm ready i'm ready to start now but then they might get a phone call or, or something else might happen later today that, that puts them into a, another frame of mind. Yeah, I think commitment. So a decision and then a commitment. If, you, if something is a must rather than a, a would be nice to, I think that's really important. And there's many ways to get commitment. You could have a mentor. You could get be accountable in some kind of group or competition. You could make public declarations. 
I think anything you can do to keep yourself accountable to a commitment is going to increase the likelihood of you taking the result. Now, I have a, a, a quote which I'm quite well known for, which I sign off all my content on podcast videos, and that's, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. And I think that often the risk of not doing something is way bigger than the risk of trying it. Because if you try something, a new career, okay, let's say it doesn't go right, you can always go back to your old job, you might have to take a small pay cut, but at least you tried it. Um, if you start a business, the worst that's going to happen is you'll have to go back to a job, but at least you tried it. But the upside is huge. So I would finish by saying if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. You remind me of myself when I first got into radio, uh, not knowing if that was going to be the thing. Uh, back at uh, LBC Studios in London in 2004. Mm. Um, and here we are today. So Rob Moore, investor, author of Start Now, Get Perfect Later. Let's see if a few others will be starting their journey today. And thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you.